It's time to reveal the prize and clue start dates for Cycle Search 2022, presented by Total Media, along with the Tri-State Power Sports Superstore, Honda Suzuki Polaris Can-Am of Jackson. This year's prize is a KO250 dirt bike, along with an accessory package valued at over $4,500. That's right, a KO250 dirt bike. Clues begin on Monday, February 14th, Valentine's Day. There'll be one clue each day, Monday through Friday, till the prize pack is found. Pack is hidden somewhere in the listening area. Be safe when searching, and good luck. It's Cycle Search 2022, sponsored by Total Media and Honda Suzuki Polaris Can-Am of Jackson. Jackson. There has never been a better time than now to come join the Belicio Foods team. Belicio has a new contract in place with plenty of awesome perks for their employees. From increased wages, access to the free health clinic, vacation after six months, and much more, Belicio Foods is committed to putting their employees first. For more information or to apply, visit BeliciOfoods.com slash careers. Take advantage of these great new employee benefits and join the Belicio team today. Visit BeliciOfoods.com slash careers to learn more. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Morning Show right here on Main Street TV. Of course, Jennifer here to start off your morning, and we hope it's a sunny one, which is great. And 65 degrees today, we'll take it. Our good friend Jessica Malone is in the house today, and we are going to talk about her career with photography and a really cool show that she has coming up starting at the Marquette tomorrow. So yes. welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course, it's our pleasure. And um, I guess if people don't know you, could you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, my name is Jessica Malone. I'm a portrait photographer. I'm, I come from Oak Hill, but currently I live in Galpolis, and that's where my studio is. Um, I specialize in portrait, and I've been operating the studio there for four years now. You know, and so there's a thing with, you know, I guess with the digital age in which we live, a lot of, you know, we all have these. So we're all <laughs> photographers in a way, but we're not right. really because we don't know what we're doing. So how did you get into professional photography? Um, it's a funny story, actually. It was kind of accidental. We um, love funny stories. <laughs> yeah. So um, it just kind of happened. I was getting ready to graduate uh, with my bachelor's degree, which is in communication, um, completely unrelated to art and photography. And um, I needed one more elective, and it was digital photography or folk dance. So <laughs> photography it was. Um, <laughs> So, uh, oh, come on. Yeah. Where was your sense of adventure? <laughs> well, you know, I was, um, and so that was actually a class folk dance. Yeah. Okay. You can learn to folk dance. Um, so I, and, and I'll, I'll be honest, I barely passed. <laughs> so, um, yeah, cause I was thinking like, when am I ever going to need to know this? I just want to get my degree and, and move on, you know, sure. and, this um, is just a means to an end, this stupid right, photography class. Right, exactly. <laughs> Don't tell my teacher. Um, right. And so, but I loved it and I was drawn to it. And what I really liked was um, it was the ability to give people a uh, viewpoint of your world and how I saw things. And so I photographed, you know, my garden and, and my dogs and just, you know, all the things and around me, not people. Um, okay. And I did this for about a year and... Uh, a couple from Jackson actually contacted me and was like, will you shoot our wedding? And I'm like, you know, your wedding's a big deal. That's, I mean, I'm telling you, there cannot be anything more stressful than photog photo photographing a wedding. Right. Like, uh, yeah. And had I, I, I didn't know enough about it to be scared. I should have been way more nervous <laughs> than what I was. Yeah. Uh, but I was very nervous. And, and I actually tried to talk them out of it a couple of times. And um, 
they were like, no, we think you're perfect and we like your style and let's do this. And so um, we did and we pulled it off and I had some help and um, but we pulled it off. And that just after that, somebody would ask, like, do you shoot families? And I'm like, I guess I do now. And I just kind of learned as I went. And it was always kind of the side hustle as I went through grad school and everything. And um you know, if you've been job hunting these days, if you're fresh out of college, you know that sometimes that can be a stressful thing. So as I sure. waited for the my big girl job, the real job to happen, um, photography was always there. And then finally, when I got to that point, um, I was so in love with it. And I had this business kind of going that it was, you know, a choice between to further my education even more, go for a PhD or try this full time and take a chance. And I thought, well, Academia is not going anywhere, I don't think. That's um, true. So if I, you know, fail miserably, I can always go back and, you know, <laughs> do this route. But let's take a chance and do this. And that was four years ago. So um, I've been doing it full time since then. Well, I think that you're doing just great. Thank you. So, I yeah. <laughs> no, and and so you picked a very stressful um, subject because people – you know, your dog's not going to complain if they don't like their picture. And a rock is not going to complain if, if you know, it doesn't like the picture. People, right. on the other hand, are <laughs> um, rough. So good for you. <laughs> Thank you. It was, it was a risk. I just dove, you know, I, I didn't tip my toes into it. I just dove just head first in the deep end and, and figured out if I could swim later. So very, very good. Yeah. So, I mean, I know that there's probably like, you know, obviously technique and, and you took the class and all of that, but, um, you know, you either have that God-given talent as well and that eye for photography or you don't. And, you know, I thought, oh, I'll buy a camera and I can be a photographer and I see what I want the picture to look like because I see like what I, what I think. And then when you take the picture, it doesn't look anything like that. So I don't have that at all. So that's I'm how I very feel. jealous. Well, that's how I feel about landscape photography. I mean, if you put me, I get, <laughs> I get so frustrated. So I stick to people. So I know that feeling, trust me, <laughs> but I think that's the most frustrating thing. Thing is having this vision in your head and mm -hmm. trying to get that to translate on the outside and getting others to see what you see sure. is the biggest challenge. But also at the same time, when you pull it off, that's the most rewarding thing. So it's, a, it's what keeps you coming back for more, I think. I guess so. Yeah, yeah that's very cool. So let's talk for a minute about your, um, you know, you have been photographer. Why do I keep saying photographing? <laughs> it's a new verb. It's fine. Just go with it. <laughs> oh, my. Um, so you have been taking pictures of folks for quite some time. So let's talk, though, about um, the show that you have coming up sure. tomorrow at the Marquee because um, – and I was reading the description. It says it's called The Phoenix Project. Yes. So can you explain that for a moment? Yeah. So we call it The Phoenix Project because it's uh, stories of transformation. It features 22 people who have experienced – um, radical transformation on some level in their lives. And so we interview them and they tell Love their story. That. And then my job as the artist is to take elements from their story and turn them into visual elements in the portrait. So every portrait is unique to their story and, you know, kind of tells it in some way. So that's what it features. And we interview them and we have their portrait and then the show features both. So you get to read their stories and then see their portrait. I love that yeah. because you can, you know, because we all have stories, right? Right. And um, you can, then then these people are being seen. 
and heard. Exactly. And it's so powerful. And and I think we sometimes forget, like we think we're everyday people and we're just, you know, like yep. the guy and girl next door or whatever. And and even though you have these stories, you kind of put them in a smaller sense and you don't realize how impactful they can be and how powerful it can be just to share your story and share your truth and what that can do for other people as well as yourself. You know, it's, right. it's powerful on both ends of it. Sure. So let's talk for a minute about some of your subjects, if you don't mind. Sure. I don't want to give away the whole show, right, right. obviously, because you need to come to the Marquet and see it. I don't think I could describe the whole show. I mean, it, I, we'd be here all day. Yes. So a picture's worth a thousand words, right? Sure. Um, but we have all different stories. We have, we have cancer survivors. We have um, people who have transformed their bodies and their physique. Um, we have people who have died for a few minutes and came back to life oh, wow. and their experience with that. So we, there's some of the some Yeah, pictures. we have, it's just all kinds of stories and it's just such a variety and different levels and different aspects because I don't judge, like I don't, when, when someone applies to the project, I'm not like, oh, well, you're not transformed enough. You know, your, your story's not so. <laughs> your story's not cool enough. For right. My like it's, it's your take on it. And it's, and if you want to tell it, it's yours to tell. And so we have all of these just different takes on it. We have people who, you know, have stepped into their own and, and decided who they want to be. We have people who are younger people and who are coming of age and talking about what that's like, you know, coming into their twenties in this day and time or, you know, so they're all different and they're all beautiful. And I just I think it's really that. cool. So yeah, those aren't your, um, your old Olin Mills with the, <laughs> you know, the chin, the chin right. prop. <laughs> I try not to be, I mean, you know, we put the columns away and the, you know, that. big numbers, but, and it's funny because all of my sessions come with hair and makeup and we have wardrobe and we have a lot of cool things in the studio. I mean, as well as, you know, I help my clients pick sure. out. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I help, I help them pick out what they're going to wear. But when I explain this process to people, depending on how old you are, they're like, oh, like glamour shots. And then I'm instantly triggered and I'm like, no, rare. <laughs> no, no, we don't the have the boas and the cowboy hats. I'm sorry to disappoint point you <laughs> so I, i'm telling you i would be willing to come down and do one of these just one well when you come in that's how we'll pose you okay I noted yes i got it wait what are some of the no this this one then you have your feet crossed in the back yeah with a column maybe yes a column yeah. for sure big two two yes yes uh-huh yeah i'm not knocking anyone i had pictures like this i guys. can wear my first queen crown <laughs> yes it's all about the my, accessories. My mother is still looking for the horse queen crown, by the way. <laughs> it's a big joke in here. I was like the 1990 um, horse queen at the Jackson County oh, Fair. Okay. And so pretty much on a daily, I tell somebody that I was the horse well, queen. Well, then because, we, you know, I, I haven't, it's all been downhill from there. Yeah. Well, then your headshot needs to have your horse queen I mean, crown. I mean, why wouldn't it? Right. I agree. If I could find the sash, that would be even better. <laughs> oh, even better. Maybe could, we can like, make you one. Around. We can recreate it. Okay. We're pretty good at that. I appreciate that. Yeah, See, I got you. I knew she was a pal. <laughs> <laughs> so what are some of the the interesting um, things that you have photographed, <laughs> photographed um, over the years that have really stuck with you? Oh, my goodness. Um well, I've I have shot a variety of genres. Used to when I photographed weddings, um, one of my favorite. I did a traditional Hindu wedding, 
And oh, I love that that was beautiful. It was amazing. Like if you ever get the chance uh, to attend one, I highly recommend because it was the coolest thing. It, I mean, the visuals, the whole, the ceremony the tr- is just yeah. beautiful. So that was something that really um, stuck with me. It was probably my favorite wedding I ever shot. Um, do you still do weddings? No. Okay. No. <laughs> I have long since retired. Right. I, I like uh, having control over the time and, you know, um, I like my studio. Yes. Yes. I gotcha. um, but we've shot a lot of different I, – I love photographing horses. I've, you okay. know – I have those too. See, I was the horse oh, queen. Yeah, right. Oh, see? Yes, it's perfect. I could bring my mini donkey to the studio. Oh, we could just come to you. I'll bring my dresses to you. I can shoot outdoors too. Oh. I mean, I like my air conditioning <laughs> and my heat depending on what day of the week it is in Ohio. But, um, you know, I do travel. Okay. I will visit. Yes, okay. I can do that for you. <laughs> I, I see. This is just all going downhill. <laughs> oh, is that the wedding? No, actually, oh, that, was a re- that was a recent engagement shoot we did. Oh, that's, that's in so my studio. Um, our friends at the Potted Edge in Galpolis yes. uh, lent us house plants so we we turned my studio into a jungle um because we wanted a particular look so i love that and we made yeah we made it happen very good now where is your studio located it's on second avenue in galpolis um i'm in between like on the corner nb inc uh, hog haven um oh okay so down olive street and second avenue i guess more north i'm in the same building i share it with nb inc okay so all right yeah well, very, very cool. So, all right. So let's talk about the um, opening tomorrow night at the Marquet time. And and uh, I assume everyone's invited. Yes, everyone's invited. So this show is a little different. We just had it at the Fiend, or I'm sorry, the French Art Colony. And we had an opening reception there. At the Marquet, we'll be having the closing reception on April 1st. So okay. it's more of a soft opening, but everyone is welcome to come during their, you know, operating hours. But uh, I think it's a Thursday. It's April 1st uh, from 5 to 7. Okay. We'll be having a closing reception. So all the participants or the project members will be there. I'll be there. And we will close the show with a party. We love parties. Yeah. Parties are fun. Yeah. But still, everybody come check it out. Um, you know, it'll be on display from tomorrow until April. Okay, so you have that opportunity to get to the Marquet, and James so sweetly looked up the hours of the Marquet because they have changed so much over COVID, but you said now Tuesday through uh, Saturday. Yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, oh, Friday, Wednesday. 12 to 5, and Saturday if there's a Saturday and Sunday if there are performances. Okay. All right. That's a lot. <laughs> okay. Noon it's to open, five. Yeah, open today, noon to five. Wednesday through Friday and then Saturday, Sunday, if there's something going on there. That makes sense. Okay. So you have plenty of opportunity to come and see Jessica's um, show. Yeah. So fun. Check it out. Be inspired. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, I think this is wonderful. If somebody is wanting – so what are your – favorite things like you know family photos individual photos like what what would you say you you really dig doing just people in general well okay yes I love photographing people in general and I feel like my favorite genre kind of changes you know Um, and right now I'm really digging maternity I've had a I was looking at some of your stuff it's so pretty I love creative maternity sessions too I mean it's all creative to me but 
when somebody like I recently had a woman come to me and this is her first pregnancy and she was describing how she felt and it really wasn't her traditional sense you know she was like I feel like an otherworldly creature I don't feel human I want to be like this forest witch that could like bring life but also maybe end you at the same time love it yeah so I'm like all right you're speaking my language cool um and so we created a whole set around that, um, around her and, and created kind of like a character of, of how she felt right now. And, and of course, we used the props and um, I had a good excuse to break out some bones and stuff that, you know, because yes. we have those lying around just in case. Um, <laughs> and some dried baby's breath that I had stored in my closet yeah. uh, for such an occasion. So um, it was really cool. I love creating that like that character, you know, and, and just maternity sessions in general, because it's such a special time and they're so beautiful and yes. I'm just really having fun with it. And then also like that first year when the baby's born, I don't, my newborns, I don't like photograph just the baby all sleeping peacefully because they don't sleep peacefully no, for me. Not, I have a horrible you know, batting the, average the, the wrapped up, you know, <laughs> whatever swaddled baby cute but that's not I love it I can't I don't know if it's my energy I'm too like much because I they just they don't but when they're with their mom (laughs) so uh with when they're with their mom though I love that and I love that focus on the mom because sometimes I feel moms we're really bad about um hiding behind our kids and our family like we don't and I know I'm taking the picture of the mom holding the baby but I still have the focus on her and this beautiful stage of her life where she's a new mom either for the first time or you know whatever time it is and I don't know it's just it's my thing right now I'm really I'm really digging creating the sessions I love that and you know and I feel like this maternity photography thing is is and I when I say fairly new, I mean like within the past decade or or two. But it used to be, I mean, when you were pregnant, you wore this, you know, the moo moo and you hit <laughs> yeah. it and you right. it was not something to be celebrated. And I don't understand that. Right. And well, I think that's why the genre is getting so popular because yeah. we're more like women are owning it more and like they sh- should they should and you know it's it's a very powerful time of your life and you can shape that however you want it to be and you don't have to hide and it's beautiful you know in every stage and I think that's a powerful thing when women see how beautiful they are it's one thing when people tell you you know and your loved ones probably tell you all the time but to see it, to see it reflected back at you and have that like tangible thing in your hand, like, oh my God, this is me and I do look beautiful and you really believe it, yeah. you know, that's really powerful. Ultimately, that's that. my favorite thing. Um, and I know when you're pregnant, sometimes you feel everything but beautiful. And I and people are always telling you, like, you're glowing, you're gorgeous. And you're just like, are you crazy? Some women totally right. feel it. That was not me. I yeah. needed a reminder. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> even if you are feeling it, I will re- reconfirm your belief that yes you are beautiful but especially those women that aren't quite feeling that I think that's especially beneficial for them you know it is and and um it's such if you think about it I'm certain um you know I don't have kids so I don't I don't I haven't gone through that whole process but I feel but I know people that have obviously lots and I feel like while nine months seems like a very long time it is such a blip in your lifetime that it needs to be documented and celebrated because, you know, it's, it it is day-to-day change that needs to be, that needs to, I don't know what's 
what's going on there that needs to be, you know, documented and, yeah. and, and enjoyed and embraced because it, it's over just like that. Well, and I mean, I think the same thing can be said about all the other genres too. I mean, boudoir photography, so many women hide from that. And cause we feel like, oh, I'm to this, I'm to that. I'm not enough this. I'm not enough that it's always something. And then the older you get, um, you look back and you don't see it that way and not even boudoir photography, but anyway, and, and, you know, like, tell me if this is not familiar. When you're 16, you're looking at yourself and you're oh, like, oh, I'm fat. I'm so <laughs> gross. <laughs> right. Right. Like, so ugly. I, they, you know, I'm not knocking anybody because I, this was me too, you know, and I feel like this is everybody. And then you get to be 21 and you're looking back at that picture when you're 16 and you're like, I was so cute. Why was I so hard? I wish I looked right. like I did then right. because now I truly am hideous. And then <laughs> at 21, you're yeah. right. And then <laughs> and you fast so forward. on and so forth. <laughs> yeah. And you're 30 and the same thing and, and go on and on and on. And we're always looking back thinking, oh my gosh why was I so hard on myself I wish I looked the way now the way I did then and yes. then when did it never occurs to people like it was never about and, you it, it was always in your head and and yeah. you know and it, you can't spend your life thinking that way and then hiding from the camera because you're going to look back one day and you're going to wish there's more pictures of you yes you know and like you said everybody has their phone now everybody is a photographer um we are the most photographed generations that's ever walked this planet. For sure. However, we don't have any photos. They all exist on our phone. You know, so, you're yeah. exactly right. And and so that's another reason, you know, I do what I do because I believe in prints and everything people get from me. Like whether you just want the digitals, I'm like, that's cool, but here's the print <laughs> just in case, you know. Yeah. Um, and so it's true, like, and it's, you know, we need to come out more and we need to, like, have things that we can hold in our hands that are actually, you know, you can't pass down your Facebook timeline, you know what I mean? You know, and, and I'm so glad you brought that point up because I, you know, I love, like, going to my mom's house and she has this big cabinet and it's just yes. full of pictures and you know, like, I think we did something here once where we needed baby pictures, so I was like, mom, would you run down and you know, go through the baby pictures and find a cute one of me and whatever. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I went over there, she had like four or five of them pulled out. And I'm like, you know, um, I don't understand what's happening. Um, sorry, my phone just keeps blowing up. Um, and so the she just had those. None of us have those anymore. No. Like nobody has a cabinet of actual physical tactile pictures. Yeah. Right. And it's sad. It is. It's really sad. Like even, you know, my husband and I got married, oh God, a couple of years ago, like 22 now. But, um, so, but I have actual physical wedding albums. Yes. That are fun. You look through them and they're actually There's pictures. a joy. Yeah. There's a joy in looking through old photos. I, I could look at old photos all day. I mean, when I say old, not even old, like the nineties, you yeah. know, or any, I, and I don't even have to know the people. There's, there's just something to them and it's, sure. yeah, we need more of them. We need to. I like that. So this is where you go into the, the professional, you know, person like Jessica and you say, Hey, you know, I want to document this. I mean, do, does anyone even have a picture hanging in their house anymore? Or do you just like they do have if a they've come to me? My <laughs> clients do. <laughs> do you have just a display on your phone? You know, like, here's no. my phone you can look through. Well, like, and here's the other thing, you know, 
it's so convenient. We're used to the convenience of our phone. You just snap a picture and that's it. But true photography, that your job doesn't end there. It ends whenever you have that final version in your hand. And, and that's what I do. And I think that's what makes me a little bit different. Um, my job isn't done until it's hanging on your wall. Sure. And right. I actually go to people's houses and hang their portraits for them and like bring them a bottle of wine and they just stand back and watch because, I mean... I'm I I'm like, like this, this myself. <laughs> well, I'm I'm like this myself. I print out all kinds of photos and I don't hang them. They lean up against my wall um, in my bedroom or in a closet until yeah. you know my partner decides he's tired of looking at them and he hangs them for me. And it's such like a oh, I'm so glad you hung those for yeah. me. So then I had this light bulb like oh, I can do this for other people and like that I will makes go. Sense. So yeah, I will. I walk you know, my clients through from what they're going to wear. Like I'll go through your closet for you. I take care of that. We photograph you. I pose you every way you want, even if it's like this. Um, <laughs> I want this and the feet crossed. Yeah. For sure. And then if you're an album person, I design the album. You tell me, you know, we talk about it. Like what kind of person are you? You like to hang stuff on your wall? Do you like to open a book one day on a couch and flip through photos? What do you like? And then I'm going to create that for you. And my job's done when That's it's great. in that product that you want and it's in your home. Very so, I, you know, I make sure that it's there because that we need it. That is such a good idea. And yeah. so, you know, <laughs> I love de decorating for other people. My house looks like 1982 <laughs> called and whatever because it's like I don't care. Is that weird? So no. I, I love like – creating a new space for somebody, for somebody else. Hey, Jen. And it's so hard to know what to do yourself. Speaking, speaking yes. of the 80s. <gasps> yes. There I That's was. a good pose. What? See? You're we natural. Could, we should recreate that. I, we should. Wasn't the I Mickey cute? shirt. That's back in. That's trending now. I think you could easily find one of those. I could. If I could find <laughs> the red bell-bottom pants, we would oh, be yes. in good shape. Yes. I mean, Mickey Mouse I could is find you. I could source fun. those for you. Okay. I, I appreciate you. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We should recreate that. We should. I'm going to do this. <laughs> Thanks, James. You're a pal. He you does meant, this stuff you to me. brought it up. You knew I was going to find it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, but no, I think that sometimes it's 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 easier to look from the outside in in someone's home and say, oh, that picture I took in the blue dress needs to be hanging right there on your wall. Right. And you're, well, I kind of I do. go in and look at their homes and I think, oh, okay, like you're couch is this color, your walls are this color, you're like, this is your vibe, you know, yeah. and then I dress you to match that. Cool. So it's Love not it. like, oh, like, you know, it's kind of backwards. So if I know it's going to be hanging your house, yeah. I'll dress you're you to match your house. You're not going to have like the Victorian lacy dress on with the boho kind of vibe thing going Sometimes on. Sometimes people have asked for that. I have a lot of vintage lace dresses mm -hmm. in my studio. So hey, that's, there you go. Yeah, we, I, I source dresses and we'll stain them and we Love create it. that. So Fun. Fun. I actually have those. <laughs> fun, fun. All right. So uh, did you say that you brought a video with you? Yes. So. Um, okay. So yeah. what are we going to see? So this is my other portrait project that we're doing. I love these portrait projects because, you know, the stories are powerful. The portraits are powerful. Um, this is from last year's 40 over 40. Uh, and we just started the next round of the 40 over 40 project now. So um, this video was created from our first round. And this project features 40 women over the age of 40. Okay. And 
we ask them to tell their stories, what they've learned along, what, what advice would they give themselves if they oh. could talk to their 20-year-old self or their 16-year-old self, what would they say? Um, so we interview them and we photograph them and uh, we put them out there because I think we need to see more women over 40. I think yeah. they need to be heard more. I think we need to see them more in the media. I think they're beautiful and we want to put them out there. Well, Yep, that's this girl here. So yeah, I understand. And I think that's a fantastic project. Yeah, I mean, we don't see, you know, it's like a certain age, the media thinks that, or what you see in magazines and commercials, it's like we stop existing. And, um, you know, we exist in anti-aging commercials. And that's about yeah. it. And there's so much more to it. There's so much wisdom and experience and just power there. And... I think the world needs to hear that. I think younger people need to hear it. I think other women who are over the age of 40, I think everybody just needs to hear these stories. There's power in it. There's inspiration in it. Young women need to hear like your life isn't over at 24. Your life doesn't stop yeah. at becoming a partner or mother or whatever, whatever, you know, there's more to this. And honestly, your life kind of doesn't begin until you're about 40. So, yeah. you know, and, and for me, I, I feel like just, this is just me like thirties. I was, spot on. Good, good. 40, I turned 40 and I like literally had a meltdown because I don't know why for me, 40 was horrible. And looking back, it's so stupid. That's just a dumb way to feel. Well, I mean, you feel what you feel. And I don't think, I think we're all validated in feeling and it's your experience. And we don't always have to be happy with life or what happened. And you know, this, <laughs> you know, my project isn't about like, here, tell me like happy stories that, you know, all the 30 year olds can sleep well at night knowing right. <laughs> over 40, it's all sunshine and rainbows. Like I'm not putting that out no. there and I'm not filtering it or, or, you know, censoring it in any sort of way, you know, how you feel about this experience is always valid because there are other people who are probably experiencing the same thing. Yes. But also, um, you know, what you said right there, something happened around 40. This is so common. And everybody that I've interviewed so far for this, regardless of the different circumstances, you know, some elements, of course, are different, but it's all kind of the same theme. And I don't know if you've heard of Brene Brown or read any of her stuff mm -hmm. or anything, but there's this really great quote from her. And it's that everyone has two lives. And the second one begins when you realize there's only one. And mm -hmm. I think that's something that happens around that age. And then she also goes on to talk about a about the age of 40 and she says that there's something there that like the universe or God or whatever you want to call it pulls you in close and says like, Hey, I'm not screwing around. Like, you know, this is, this is your life and you need to do something about it. Correct. And, and I think that's what kind of causes either discomfort or like, uh, amazing feel like, you know, whatever you're feeling, it's just an extreme feeling and it's different and it's something you haven't experienced before and, and how you're, um, interpreting that feeling, whether yes. it's bad, good, exciting, anxious, whatever, um, it's still there and it's still everybody's yes. going through it. And that's what we're talking about. And you're still beautiful. Even if you're going through a time where you're like, this sucks, this threw me <laughs> through a loop. You're st it's still beautiful and it still needs to be told and you can still own it proudly. And that's what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> I love, love, love that. All right. Well, how long is your video? How long is our video? How long? Uh, like how long? Three, four minutes. Okay, can we play that, James? Yeah. All right. Is there sound over it? There is sound. Okay. This well Women are 
over 40, I think that we don't get that recognition much in our culture here in the United States. I feel like it's kind of like, oh yeah, okay. They're, they've been there, done that. The beauty of us is not necessarily portrayed. And what she did was bring that out in all of us. empowering experiences that I as a woman have had in my 47 years. I had recently been widowed so I was trying to find a new path and a new journey for myself and the photo shoot with Jessica was one of the integral parts to the path that I'm now on. The 40 over 40 project that Jessica has created has been a wonderful experience. She has taken us and put us on an artistic pedestal to show our beauty and um, embrace the older woman. And it has been nothing but a wonderful experience. And I treasure her in our small town of Gallipolis. Jessica was amazing. I've never considered myself photogenic, and she made me feel pretty. It's wonderful to see women celebrating their their bodies and and their their lives, no matter what age they are, and and being comfortable putting themselves out there as not a 20-year-old or a, even a 30-year-old, but maybe a 70-year-old, as in my case. Probably when you... <laughs> That's wonderful. And um, I, I'm sitting here processing all the things that you just said uh, um, about, you know, turning 40. And it's so true. It's so true. Cause, and I think that's what it is. It hits you like a ton of bricks, however it hits you. Yeah. It just does. Yeah, it's just a thing. And it, I think more people need to hear about it. So when they're going through it, they're not like, oh, my gosh, I'm the only one. And this is, you know, what have I done wrong or what have I done to deserve this? What You know, especially if you're not feeling so hot about it. Or why do it, why do I need Botox and everyone else doesn't at this age? Or what you know what is what why do I have an extra wrinkle and my friend doesn't? Well, and, or you know that's another thing too that you bring up. Um, women especially, you know, all people this this happens to. And you know, men are not excluded from this conversation. And in fact, I think it's kind of taboo sometimes that it, it we can't that they we can complain about it and they can't. Yeah. You know, um, so there is that. But I think when we measure ourselves to magazines or, you know, this printed material, it's easy to see like all these people are up here and I'm down here. Yeah. And really what you're seeing is you're comparing apples and oranges because, um, they had the people that you see up here have a whole team that specialize in like, let me find their perfect angle. Let me light that angle. Let me, sure. and that's not even getting into the power of like Photoshop or editing or retail, you know what I mean? Right. All of that stuff just, you know, and we could say all oh, this photos unretouched, but just depending on the angle and the light, I can do a lot of things with that. So what I love about this is that for the first time in most cases, my clients are getting a chance to level the playing field. Yes. And now it's apples and apples. And now this product that they're seeing 
is the same treatment that somebody would get in a magazine. And now it's like, oh, maybe I wasn't down here. Maybe uh -huh. I am just as good as these people. And I, you know, and that, that right there is like the best, you know, and I just, it, it, women are particularly uh, impacted by this, I yes, think, you know, for sure. um, so it's a very cool thing to be able to like get people to see, you know, an accurate comparison. Yeah. I love that because in the video, um, one of the ladies said, I just never thought I was photogenic and, and whatever. And it's, it's, yeah, because I mean, do you think that Blake Lively hasn't had 75,000 people teach her exactly how to stand on the red carpet exactly. and to, to, have her mouth a certain way and whatever. I mean, that that's, they work at it. That's, and, and, um, then they're photographed by people like you that, you know, know how to do it properly. So, you know, us going like this and trying to take a selfie is, it's not going to turn out. Well, and, and not even that, just like looking like at yourself in the bathroom mirror, Yep. you know, and, and you're seeing yourself, no pun intended, but in a completely different light, you know, yeah. and it's, True. And over time, even if you say that it doesn't affect you, over time it does. Like, and we gather up all these, again with the pun, lenses that we view ourselves with. Um, and a lot of times they're not that good, you know? And so when yeah. we are looking at ourselves, either in the mirror or a selfie from our phone, what we're seeing is not quite accurate because our view of ourselves is distorted because we've picked up all these comparisons and these little minor things throughout our whole lives. And, you know, it's my job to take this away and get you to view it accurately. I love that. Yeah. So. Good for you. Thank you. What a rewarding um, occupation. Oh, it is. It so is. Yeah. Because you're making people feel good every day. Or you're not making them feel good. You're you're just pointing out the fact that they're awesome. Exactly. Yeah. They're, they're doing it. It's all them. I'm yeah. just showing it to them. I just reflect it back to them, you know. Um, and again, let them see themselves in a more accurate way, how the people that love them see them. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, how when you look at people that you love and you hear them complain about like, oh, I have this wrinkle or I have this 10 pounds or whatever, and you literally don't see it. You're not just telling these people You're that- like, No, I just love you. Yeah, like <laughs> this isn't a lie. You, you yeah. love them and you literally don't see it. And what we yeah. don't realize is that's, that's so how cool. it is with us too. And we can yeah. pick ourselves apart, but no one else sees us that way. It's just you. So. That's so yeah. true. Yeah. I love that. Well, cool. Is there anything else you would like to tell our viewers, like, while you're here? And um, how would someone get a hold of you if they wanted to perhaps schedule uh, a photo shoot? Um, so you, the easiest way, you could go to my website, and it's jessica-malone.com. Okay. Um, I say dash sometimes, and I think that confuses people, but it's jessica-malone.com. The little thing. Yeah, the little thing. The little thing. line thing. Jessica Malone was taken, okay? So um, uh, you can go there. Uh, there's information on this round of the 40 over 40. So if you are over the age of 40 and you are a female, you may enter the the project you there's a link there that you can click all of my other session info is there we do boudoir family personal branding for businesses um creative maternity so if any of those sessions sound like something you want to do you just go to the website and you fill out the form and then you'll contact them yeah okay and we actually have a new session that we're getting ready to <gasps> yeah it's, this is going to be really fun um because i also do coaching uh like mindset coaching and business coaching uh -huh. on the side um 
And so we've created a session that kind of combines the two where we get the clients to talk about, you know, like their next level self, like the, you know, that person that you're working on and the person that you're stepping into, we all have that person. Um, So we've built a session around that. We have you know, like a coaching consultation where we talk about who you are. And then we build a session where we photograph you that way. So then you have this tangible proof. So on days where you're not feeling it, you know, you can look at it and be like, oh, yeah, that's who I am. And then you've got that energy and it kind of ripples throughout your day. It gives you, you know, makes you make a little bit different decisions and, you know, maybe helps you step into that next version of yourself, too. So all the information is there and. And you can Very sign up good. for one of those, too. It's uh, the self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody talks about vision boards now. Like, that's a th- this is like a vision board for you, you know? Yeah. And that's a powerful thing. Um, when you can see yourself as the person that you want to become, whether it's – or that you already are and you don't get to showcase that on a daily basis. Yeah. Whether you're, you know, just starting a new business or you're starting off, you know, as a solo entrepreneur for the first time or you're stepping into a new career, um, whatever uh, – when you see yourself as that person, then it's a little bit easier to become that person. I love it. Yeah. So. Very good. It's really cool. Yeah. Well, best of luck to you. And and I don't know that you need luck, but I mean, and when I say that, I mean, I want people to come out. I want them to come see your, your show at okay. the Marquet. And it's a wonderful venue. So please, if you have not been out and and you have not seen Jessica's work, um, uh, please come out and see it because it's going to be an amazing show. Yeah, it is. Yep. Very good. All right, sister. We'll let you get out of here. You have pictures to take. Yes, I do. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. All right. Come back and see us anytime. This has been fun. And any time you have like a cool new project, let us know. And we'll be happy to tell people about it. Well, thank you. That's awesome. And we'll have to come out and do your horse queen pictures as well. Yes. Maybe we can videotape that. Yes. James James will will be the. Will (laughs) you take a picture of someone taking the picture? Yeah, I can do that. Okay. There you go. We got it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's head on over to the weather forecast while Miss Jessica um, departs the scene here because she does have a lot of stuff to do. And today is Wednesday, and it is actually going to be a gorgeous today with some sunny skies and highs around 64 degrees. Uh, Lows tonight around 35. Now, this is weird. Tomorrow on Thursday, I have some partly sunny skies once again. Highs, though, only getting up to around 46 for tomorrow on Thursday, 52 on Friday. But then as we get into the weekend, look at Saturday. Um, As we get into March 5th, some partly cloudy skies, highs of 71 degrees and lows only of 54. So we love, love, love to see that. And that is amazing. All right. Um, while I think James will be over here in a second, but uh, while we're doing that, um, let's go over your cycle search um, clue for the day. And of course, your total media and Honda Suzuki Polaris Can-Am of Jackson cycle search clue is brought to you today by Jenkins Care Community and Max Residential Heating and Cooling. Yeah. So we're excited about that. All right. So today is Wednesday, which means clue number 13. We're almost two weeks in. Yeah, I think this is the one that's going to give it away. 
You think? No. Probably not. But there's some there's something in this. Might one. be. Yep. Clue number 13 today of the cycle search. If you are looking for a hint, today's your lucky day. Somewhere in Appalachia, the key will lay. Uh-oh. And there is it down. To Appalachia. To, which is like nine states. <laughs> right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't write these clues because somebody's yeah. going to get taken down the road. I don't no. know. It's not me. No, listen to what I'm telling you. You need to take words mm-hmm. and you need to write all of these down because there's once you start putting them all together, yep. they'll That's what something. I'm doing. I'm writing them all down. Are you? I, I got... Or uh, just printing them all out? Well, no. You know how, like, in detective shows, they always have it all, like, up on a board? Yeah. With, like, string? Lines yeah. And, so, yeah. yeah. So, that's what string. I've got going on. I like it. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Today's your lucky day. Somewhere in Appalachia, the key will lay. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yep. I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking. Okay. We'll see. So, um, what's going on? Well, that's a good question. Yeah. Uh, well, Other we're than, than Ukraine, <laughs> yeah. which is a whole other story. Yeah. We're not going to get into yeah. that because it's, it's a mess. Well, here locally, I uh, we can mention we were just talking about the Marquet with Jessica's show. Yes. The Marquet also has a free movie this Friday. What? Yeah. So if you are looking for something to do Friday night, free movie at the Marquet. What is it? Pirates of the Caribbean. <gasps> Little Johnny Depp action. Yeah. Very fun. Yeah. So that's seven o'clock on Friday. Seven o'clock at the Marquet. Go for yeah. free. Have some fun. Yeah. It's exciting. You don't get that very often. Mm-hmm. No. And no, it's an excuse to see her show. That's right. Yep. So you can you can stop in, see Jessica's show, and then um, go to the Marquet. Yeah. Or go hey, to the theater. Here's something movie. we should give a shout out to. Let me let me look this up so make sure I say it right. Okay. But the Rio Grande girls basketball team won their league championship last oh, night. Great job. Let me girls. let me make sure I say this right. Okay, it's the R- RSC championship. Rio Grande girls basketball. I'm not I'm not seeing the post that I was looking for. They must not have put it on the university page. But yeah. I want to give a congratulations to those girls. Yay! Girl power. Yeah. We have some it's amazing how many great athletic teams we have in our area. I mean, they mm-hmm. are just really amazing. Yeah. It is really amazing. It James really is, is. going to enroll back in college so he can play rugby. No. No. <laughs> I've seen those injuries. <laughs> I would rather just go yeah. video it. <laughs> no, I remember uh, when I was in college, one of my roommates that played when I did my study abroad at Wales, and he came back to our room and he just had the biggest gash on his eye <laughs> ever seen. There's blood all over his face. He's like, You think I should go to the hospital? Yeah, dude. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think you probably should. I think you probably should not have come home first. <laughs> I think you should probably not even ask that question. Yeah. yeah. No, that was such a fun program with Jeannie Gendry yesterday talking mm-hmm. about whales. And and then, um, you know, you have, of course, firsthand knowledge because you actually did the travel I did abroad. Do. I did do the study abroad program. To, to um, whales. And yeah. So did you actually – so the university, was it um, – Kind of like what we would say university is like here oh, as far yeah. as the academic setting goes. Right. Uh, I mean, it's so we t- 
so Wales has a big like performing arts kind of like history okay. to it. Uh, so it's a there's a lot of that um, more so than you would have it. You know, say Rio Grande. Okay. So I would say that's probably the biggest difference is what an emphasis on performing arts and media production things like that. Um, you know, there were a lot. We were talking about rugby. Like a lot of people played rugby. A lot of people played soccer. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's some people who are really into cricket. But when it was choir practice day, that campus was a ghost town because every student was in the choir. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, so that that performance, like singing, uh, is very much a part of everything there. That's so good. I remember somebody uh, told me Welsh is like the third most beautiful language to sing opera in. But the problem is nobody writes operas in Welsh. <laughs> Well, no one wants to stand beside the person singing. And nobody in Welsh. wants. Yeah, nobody wants to be in front of the person. Singing no one. There, there would be no front row seats. Yeah, yeah. but uh, like one of my roommates, he was in like a a rock band that mainly sang in Welsh, and uh -huh. they were, you know, like moderately popular. You know, that's cool. Here's a trivia question for you. I don't oh, know gosh. if this is true anymore, um, but what is the best? What band has the best selling Welsh language album of all time? Would it be a band I know? Uh, probably not, but maybe. Like they're they they sing in English too, but they're like kind of niche. Ooh, I, I just no, remembered this. I, I, I have okay. no idea. So the name of the band is Super Furry Animals, which I they did were not know yeah they they were you know relatively popular kind of like in the mid two thousands and stuff. Cool. As far as I know, that <laughs> bit of trivia is still true. Yeah, well, it's because there's just not a lot of them singing out there. Yeah, well, there, yeah, and not a lot that like break out popular outside of Wales, at least. Yeah, pretty neat. Yeah. So, it what is. was your when you were in Wales? And you were telling me yesterday off off the air, you know, about a lot of your travels when you went to, you know, we went to Ireland mm -hmm. and England and a lot of yeah. different places like that. But what was your favorite part of actually being in Wales? It was meeting all the people. I mean, it really was. It was such an interesting experience, and it wasn't just meeting Welsh people. We were part of this large, like, international student group. There were people from all over. There were people from Spain, from Japan, Russia, all all over. And it was just being part of that group and meeting people that had a different lived experience than you uh -huh. and bonding over having the same experience now. That was really the highlight, but also, you know, meeting, sense. you know, meeting all the people that grew up there too. Yeah. Yeah. But that was definitely the best part of it, meeting all those people. So Wales, I, I mean, I feel like as far as culture shock goes, there's probably not, not that big of a divide between, you know, the way that they are and the way no. that we, we Americans I, yeah. are other than they think that we're all cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, and the, the, LA and New York are somewhere mm -hmm. beside each other. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would say that the biggest cultural difference is uh, the like the bar scene. Okay, because it's it's just it's just not the same. You know what I mean? Are they a little more wild? Well, it's it's just a normal thing, right? Like going to a bar like for lunch is a normal thing here, but like if you and me went and had a couple beers <laughs> at lunch, like you know, like that's something that would be kind of like frowned Norm. upon. Oh, it would be frowned upon. There, well, well, no, I mean, here. I think here, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Right, but there, it's just like a normal thing. I'm going like, to the pub for a right. sandwich and a beer right. and a pint, and I'll be back. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean that that's that's probably the biggest cultural difference I would say. And of course I was, you know, 19, so it, it's <laughs> So it was an even bigger, you He's know. He's like, yeah, yeah, I like this So it place. was an even bigger, you know, shift for me. But I would say that's the biggest cultural difference. Uh, I mean, walking more, but that's, sure. you know, that would be that would be different if we lived on the East Coast. Too. Well, I was going to say, I mean, <clears throat> and, and being in, after spending time in New York and whatever, like you mm-hmm. realize quickly that, that we're the only people in the world that drive, you know, yeah, down the block. We drive a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we drive a lot more than most places. Yeah. You know, if you have to walk two miles somewhere, it's not that big of a deal. Here, oh my gosh, yeah, you'd lose your mind. Yeah, some people would. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. It it is just different the, the, mm-hmm. that way of thinking. Um, in the big city, you're just happy to find a place to park your car, and you don't want to get it out. Yeah. <laughs> Once you get it parked, you're like, I'm good. I'll yeah. walk. Pay pay twenty dollars to leave your car there for a half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> So you were saying too, though, this is a hilarious story. Only James met Meatloaf and didn't know it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty good story. So, so I mean, this is so foggy. I, I may be remembering this completely wrong, but my memory was that Meatloaf. That was after he'd was been that, to the pub for a couple was of months. Meatloaf played the Halloween party at the <laughs> university. You know, meatloaf. You know, like Paradise, I would do anything for yeah. love, meatloaf. Paradise by the dashboard yeah. lights, meatloaf. Yeah, he did like a one-man show version of the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which would and, make sense. Which makes he was sense. In the Rocky Horror Picture. But show. then he did like Blues Brothers songs, which I don't understand. <laughs> well, well, he couldn't sing, you know, Paradise by the dashboard lights because you'd still be there. That's true. <laughs> he sang songs, that song. Yeah, he's still singing. He's up in heaven yes. still singing, still that, singing song. that song it only takes you know it's yeah. that in american pie yeah yeah but anyway uh, no, that's speaking cool, of paradise by the dashboard light it's got the baseball metaphor in it yes first two weeks of baseball season officially canceled or yep. first two series i guess so yeah if you are a baseball fan and you've been following this whole um baseball on strike mm-hmm. kind of lockout it's not a strike tri- it's not a yeah. strike yet um the yeah the owners and the players association cannot agree on a new contract basically yes yeah so therefore no baseball no baseball for at least going to miss at least the first two series of the year which yeah. i would say it's it's almost certainly going to end up being more than that so didn't this work out horribly for Major League Baseball before? If it, you're probably too right. young to well, remember there was a, the there was strike, a strike way back in, when. Yeah, in 90, 94 into 95. Pretty much did baseball. And it, really, and it really hurt baseball. And then a couple years later, a bunch of guys hit a whole bunch of home runs. And everybody fell in ba- love with baseball again. And then a couple years after that, Til baseball was- <laughs> threw all those guys under the bus for using performance-enhancing drugs. I mean, drugs. there was just a little steroids and stuff yeah. involved. It was fine. It was fine. Who cares? Let them do it. Okay. So I will say this. My husband played baseball yeah. you know, all the way through college. And he will he will argue, and I think this is a fair argument, that there's no steroid that makes the bat hit the ball. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's now, no steroid makes your it, hand-eye coordination right. better. Like whether it made the, the ball go further or they yeah. had more stamina or whatever, okay. Mm-hmm. But you still have to physically hit that ball. Yeah. So I understand that there's there's rules and you need to follow them yeah. and whatever. 
But that being said, those guys still hit the ball. Hit the ball really far. Like really far. <laughs> really far. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I mean, that was when I was a kid and when I was the most into baseball. So I love it. And I, I admit, admittedly a little biased, uh, you know, against the way that some of those people have been treated in the years since. Yeah. And the whole you Pete know. Rose thing, I, that is, has to go down as one of the biggest shafts in the history of the, the United States. Like, yeah. again, no gambling kept him from hitting a baseball. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> you've got all those guys, the doping guys in the, on the hall of fame and all of this stuff. And then poor yeah, Pete Rose has to sit there and yeah. sign autographs in Las Vegas for, you know, chump That's change. where my sister met him. Well, it wasn't exactly chump change. I think he's making pretty good money. He probably that. is. But, but yeah. Yeah. But, somebody brought Jamie back a baseball yeah. from there that they had him sign. Yeah. thought that was pretty cool. Oh yeah. He just, he just, you know, Making a few bucks to go back to the casino, I think. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> In his sketchers. <laughs> so yeah, what no, else do you know what's going on? Uh, so well, baseball. Yeah. Well, a few exciting things this weekend at the movie theaters. We've got a little bit of information there in front of you, and we're going to talk about this more on Friday. Oh, that is this weekend, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So uh, Danbury Cinema in Chillicothe is going to have their like grand opening yeah. or grand reopening, I guess you would say, uh, this Friday. And to commemorate that, Batman and the Batmobile are going to be there. Batman? Yeah, so you can get your pictures with Batman and the Batmobile. And the Batmobile. Yeah. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah. That is super duper exciting. And then tomorrow, uh, I don't have the list here in front of me, but Batman and the Batmobile are going to visit a lot of the area elementary schools. Yeah, and give like uh you know like an inspirational talk, talk about like anti-bullying and things like that. Love it. Yeah, so he's going to be at several of the Jackson Elementaries, and I think one of the Gal Plus Elementary schools. Okay. Yeah, so that's exciting. That's tomorrow. Yeah, that's super good. And then um, I went to school with Sean Langley. He's going to mm-hmm. be at the Danbury on March fifth. Yeah. He is a very very talented um artist illustrator and mm-hmm. that kind of thing and sean's gonna be in here on friday to give us a little bit more information and so there you may there's a little hot off the presses there you may want to read that but it's a surprise oh okay then, then don't read it yeah we don't want all right i guess we, i i guess i didn't a, i guess i didn't read word on i guess i didn't surprise. read the giant <laughs> the word surprise giant at the top <laughs> It is hot off the press. Well, but I mean, we're not hey, going to tell. Don't don't tell. Us, don't give us information that we're not supposed to tell people. Our job is to sit here and talk for an hour. You have to sneakily tell people about okay. this. So if you get something that says surprise at the top, you'll know, yeah. and I'm sure that you'll you'll be added. Um, <laughs> yes, don't. Surprise. It's a surprise. <laughs> I didn't see that. I was just gonna read it. It's the Only biggest, J- the James biggest, gave the, the biggest, whole thing away. The biggest word on the flyer, and I didn't see it. <laughs> That's exactly the kind of thing I would like give somebody else crap about doing. Exactly, like you idiot, you didn't see the big word surprise. Anyway, all right. Um, let's see. So tomorrow's guest is. Uh, let me double check real quick to say it right. Give me just a second. Yep, because we don't want to mess it up. I guess I could. Uh, it's it. Wise Medical Staffing and Home Care. It's M- Missy Radoon. I'm. I'm. Radoon. Yes. Is, is that right? Yeah. So she's going to come in and talk about 
all the uh, all the things that her agency can do for people. Yeah, and the many services that they offer Jackson and surrounding counties. Okay, and um, yeah, so that's really really cool, mm-hmm. and you know, there's such a need for that, like back, you know, like right now, you know, medical mm-hmm. supplies and all right. of that. It's a big thing. So mm-hmm. find out about that yeah. and what they do. Absolutely. Love it. Okay, cool. All right. Well, have a great day, everyone. Yeah. Enjoy some sunshine and some warm weather. I know I will. 60 some degrees. We'll take it. And we will be back here tomorrow. Yeah. We'll party on. We will. Party on, Wayne. Thanks to Jessica Malone for coming in. Very fun talk. And uh, we'll see you here tomorrow. Bye, guys. Bye.